Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg and I'm here with Emily. And we are talking about Bridgerton episode, season two, episode eight. That should have been a lot sexier than it was, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's the finale and we've got resolution. Sure. Um, We've got a terrible dress on Kate. Yep. We also got a lot of complaints from one short idiot. That's me. Uh, and a couple praises, if I can, if I may. Yeah. Oh, please. I would love your optimism. Got a couple praises, but I will say happy to have it over. Glad, glad it's over. Looking I, forward to season three. No, I'm not. And I'll I get am. into it because part of it is because of this episode. It really, I just want Benedict's. I think I've made it clear. I really just want Benedict's story. I, I know a lot of people don't like it. I like it a lot. And I never liked book four because I, it was a come down from book three. So I am not hyped about them making Colin and Penelope story book, book number four into season number three. I'm not into it. I just hope we see less Daphne. Yeah, same. Uh, sorry, I was thinking about Benedict and what you've told me about Benedict's story, which you really like. I love it, even though it's stupid. It's um, it's full on a play on Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. That's right. That's why it's okay. Chapters. I have a friend who loves all the books. Karen, what's up, Karen? She quit after the first three chapters and was like, I cannot. It's so cringy. And I was like, you just have to power through. And it took her like two months. And then she went back and powered through and did agree. Yeah, this turned out to be one of my favorites. But okay. it's because it really is Cinderella until it takes a really fun, interesting turn, a little upstairs, downstairs love story. Okay. Okay. Because he ends up with the help. Spoiler alert. Right. I mean, you can read the books. They've been out for 12 years. Uh, well, I, I, she's a blow by of an Earl. So she is. She's, I'm sorry. What? A blow by of an Earl. So oh, she, what does is that a whale term? What is that? A, a bastard. Um, like <laughs> not legitimate Earl's daughter. Gotcha. They're called okay. blow bys because they would just come in, get someone impregnated and just keep blown on by. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. It's okay. a very common term if you lived at this point in life, which I did clearly. Clearly. Uh, well, in your dreams. What if I would have been reincarnated from that time? Maybe that's why I love it so much. Here's a question What if you could get reincarnated to the past? Could I be rich? Yeah. No, but like, if, if you believe in reincarnation, reach out, first of all. Yeah. Uh, I'm Meg.Walter on Instagram. Easiest way to reach me. Thirsty for new followers. Um, I would like to know if you think that if you, if you're, if like reincarnation is your part of your belief system, is it possible to be reincarnated to a time period that has already happened? Is time fluid like that? Past, past life, like a legit past life. Interesting. Why isn't it? Because where does time go? Just back into the ethos, right? So it's just out there still. Yeah. Why not? If I could be, I'm blowing my own mind right now, Emily. Yeah. I actually would love for you to write this book. I would, I would love the royalties from writing that book. Speaking of time Um, travel, I've been watching the time traveler's wife on HBO. Is it good? Hot garbage. It's (laughs) awful. It is 
terrible. The best part is how many times you get to see Theo James's bear bum. And it is a lot of times. That movie is so bad. I mean, it's a TV show. That TV show, the movie wasn't good. The TV show is worse. And I would love for anyone to talk to me about it. Okay. I never read the book. What's what's her condition? She has like a condition, right? Oh, he does. He does. Where he time travels? Yeah, he time travels. And she's his wife. Um, it's I've never read the book either. Maybe I should. I don't think I could because you know how I feel about time travel. Not into it. I I didn't know that about you. Oh, it's a huge pet peeve with me. I do not get into time travel because I don't like that. It's always used as just like, oh, a solution. What about, um, about time? That one with Dom Hill Gleason. I love yeah. that one. That's like, okay. That's that, me too. They have great per- they give rules in that, that makes sense. And it's oh, never my husband would disagree with you. He has spent more time contemplating the time travel logistics in that movie than he spent contemplating religion in his entire life okay I just don't like when time travel is like oh we had a a writer was like I have a problem I cannot solve I'll just say it was time travel that's my Mm. looking at you marvel yeah marvel the thing about Uh about they're gonna come for me yeah you're about to get hosed all our all our listeners just love marvel all our marvel fans (laughs) I like marvel but like it is what it is it's junk food okay enjoy it let it go (laughs) Uh, oh, this I is worse than we what? talked about Taylor Swift. I can feel it. I don't think so. People are still mad at me about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I would just love to say again, I stand by what I said and I'd say it again. Meg will let me, but I would say it again. I don't want to deal with the DMs again. I'm sorry. I'd say it again and I'd say it louder because now she's a doctor and everyone loves to talk <laughs> about how she's a doctor. Whatever. Anyway, I love About Time. If you haven't seen that movie, 10 out of 10. It's a great movie. Oh, it's the best. I like Don Hill Gleason. Only time I've been really into a redhead. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm happy for you. I mean, do you get into a redhead? That one, yeah. Yeah, he's a good one. Okay, well, back to episode eight. Kate's dead, I guess. She dead. She just laid motionless. How uh, funny would it be if the series just ended there? If the season just ended there? Well, she's dead. <laughs> life's hard, everybody. This I is, love it. This is um, how it works sometimes. Yeah, sometimes people just die, and it's time you know that. So she's just laying motionless. Anthony, what he just decides to do is take off his soaking wool coat to keep her dry. Yeah, not a bright bulb, that Anthony. Yeah. Did you see that? It kind of, it sort of looked like it turned into an action movie at this stage where he's like dragging Kate's oh dead my gosh. body to a car. The cinematography was so extra. They it was like, are, okay, okay. They're unhinged this season. Every episode is a different genre of, genre of cinematography. <laughs> yeah. And, and this one, I was like, why are we in an action movie for two this minutes here? Too Fast, Too Furious, London Drift. <laughs> Too Fast, Too Furious, Hyde Park races. So we're very, we should make that movie. Um, Okay, at this point, I'm wondering, do we think that Kate has to almost die so Edwina will stop hating her? Is that why they did this? In the book. Yeah, tell me about the book. In the book, Kate does get into a, a carriage wreck, but they are already married. And I can't stress this enough. In the book, they get married at 60%, which was the right move, Shonda. Because then you have 40% of Anthony breaking down his walls and learning how to love. 
but you have 60% of like fun flirtation. At this point, these two are not fun and flirty anymore. They're just like very tiring. Like they do not have the sexual chemistry of Ross and Rachel. So their bickering is just a little exhausting in my opinion. So in the book, they get married, they stop fighting this. And then Kate is on a carriage ride with Edwina and a suitor and the carriage crashes and they can't get Kate out. And then they do, which she's only has a broken leg. But Anthony was so worried she almost died that it made him realize that he loved her. But he was already almost there and they were already married, which I like better than him being like, his her sister's ex-fiance just me that's just me but I don't love an incestuous storyline what if we did our next podcast because we have a gap between this and the real housewives what if I read the book and we talk about the book I would love to do that I, I just do that it. I would love to talk about it and you know what at this point I love Jonathan Bailey I think he's a good actor but his ears are so distracting when his hair is soaking wet I can see did nothing I- but those ears okay he's Elvin He's Elvin and he, he's really fun. And I love his interviews, but I don't love him as a romantic lead. To be fair, I look terrible soaking wet. So no judgment, Jonathan Bailey. No, it's not my best look either. And I don't think it's many people's. So if it's like very few. Kate looks great. Um, yeah. Kate. Also Kate in a coma, get out of here. Kate. Nobody looks like that in a coma her hair dries like that yeah right so anthony's like well it's my fault kate's gonna die and it's like yeah anthony because you're so important everything's about you i mean it might be kind of his fault it's his story um in lesser stakes business whistledown has stopped writing why because she doesn't want to ruin lives says penelope but how would she know is what eloise is wondering right now grow 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 up pair of pens penelope Penelope. writers ruin lives get used to it that's what we do we hate taylor swift and we ruin lives um so lady f and cousin jack are friggin loaded and they're gonna buy some gun cabinets and they're gonna throw a ball to prove to everyone they're thriving oh kate she can't come she's in a coma that conversation literally happened loved it for us loved it for us um, and then we go over to the Bridgerton home where things are a little less thriving. Violet shares that she was given the cut direct. That's social suicide, Meg. That means someone will look at you and won't acknowledge you. It's called a cut direct. Who did that? People on the walk. People wouldn't talk to Violet. They, they gave her the cut direct. That's what it means. Oh, okay. okay remember, so that's Eloise, an actual thing. Yeah, that's an actual thing. Because Eloise, you know, she had that big tumble off her pedestal. Who put her on a pedestal? Men, because they can't let women just be women. But guess what? Sometimes we fart. Yep. That's it. Meg has nothing to add. Of sorry. That. So I mean, that does happen. We're just people. So Anthony comes in and was like, "We've lost staff members because of Eloise's fall from grace, and also Colin is taking out the money for his investment from the family's bank account." <laughs> excuse me and then like Colin's like it's an investment why are you upset about it it's because like you didn't earn that money sir that's not your money but then Anthony is also like hey Benedict stop doodling which is rude because Benedict's an artist and he loves nudes he's a complicated man Emily who doesn't um yeah who doesn't me Benedict Benedict to me so Meg, it's the last episode. It's the last episode. And Anthony reveals that he hasn't seen Kate for a week. And to that, I say, F you, Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm, 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 Wait, mm-hmm. He's been, busy. I just, 
like this should be the time for closure, right? Like this should be the time when we're enjoying the two of them together. We're not. Last episode was the time for the tension and the resolution. And this like the climax cannot be in the final episode. Take a writing class. The climax is in the final 20 minutes of the episode. It's not even in the beginning of the episode. Meg's going to hyperventilate. He's been really busy. So I guess Shonda Rhimes must know best. Anyway, yeah, Kate's in a coma. She's serving Sleeping Beauty with a highlighter and the cheekbone realness. Her cheekbones are popping. Her skin is incredible. That's incredible. Incredible. But then Eloise gets a package from this really friendly doorman. Like, what's his play? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Dude was a bro. He was like, you're going to want to open that one. Like, pretty sure that's against the rules, sir. Like you would know, doorman. So inside the note, we don't, we're not privy to it. Her eyes just go like, oh, gasp. Um, And then what we find out immediately is, oh, great. Theo Sharp is back. I thought we'd move past him, but I guess the note is from him. (sighs) Who cares? What happens is for some reason, he's just now like, Hey, did you know this is the printer shop that Lady Whistledown uses? Which I thought we knew last season because don't you remember Eloise followed her there? And that's how Eloise ended up in this print shop immediately. Right. Whatever. Eloise and Theo look like siblings. And now they're going to they be. They do. Siblings. I thought he was a Bridgerton he, this episode. Okay. The, I guess he could be a blow by, but <clears throat> I don't see that from <gasps> Was Papa Bridgerton a, a blow buyer? No, he was loyal. Do we know that? Did he, he blew by some, you know, never mind. That's a bad joke. Um, They're siblings and they're siblings who are going to solve the mystery. Only they have not yet solved, which is about Whistledown. Like we're still on that. Who, who cares? Fonda rhymes. Who cares? So lady D's back hanging out with that Coke field queen who wants answers three weeks later about the Sharmer Richardson wedding. Why is this happening? Then Lady D mentions Kate's in a coma and the queen's like, I'll send her a few ma- ma- necklaces. <laughs> like, I'll just, that's what her response was. Like she's sure. not dead or anything. The royals were like constantly in debt. They did not have money. Remember, because they were spendthrifts. They spent it on everything. Right. So I guess she's going to send some ne- I guess she's sending necklaces. We move past that's that. what a person in a coma needs is fancy jewelry. Jewels. Jewels. If I am in a coma though, do put jewels on me. Obviously. Yeah. And I'll come braid your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or mm, three-prong it. <laughs> I'll also read you your romance novels out oh loud my gosh, in your cool. hospital room. And then also make sure everyone I used to date knows I'm in a coma and tell them like it's not looking good. Um, but I'll tell him how beautiful you look laying there. She's glowing, but she is almost going to die. So anything you'd like to say? Yeah, it, now would be the time to say it because like this is it and she's about to die. Any money you'd like to donate? Oh, that would be great. Some of them could actually, they should be paying me a little bit of money. Um, in more who cares about the storyline news, Will Mondrick, for some unknown reason, decides to tell Colin the truth about the Featherington. And Colin, in his first step being to, to being a man, mocks Will, says, whatever, I'm going to invest in, Ke- in Cousin Jack. Cousin Jack's hyped about this, so he barges into his aunt's room and he sees her hair down. Gasp. Ooh la la. Ooh yeah. la la. And then he, explain, he proceeds to explain what a pyramid scheme is to this aunt letting her know eventually this will fall. I love that it's this many episodes in and he's just now explaining 
one day these people will want their money. So what we're going to need to do is we should go to America. Also, we're a great team, if you know what I mean. And then he almost kisses his almost mother-in-law. I loved it. I was very here for it. And I wish it would have gone further, if I may. I will, we'll get to it, but I'm very bummed that we won't be seeing much more of him. If those two started a cult, I would be very interested in joining. I want them to go to America. I want her to be the queen of America. It would be like a reverse Wallace Simpson scenario. And I would watch a whole show about it. It would be the Gilded Age, which is on HBO. And one of that, which is a show wherein nothing happened. You'll watch the first season and think, did I dream that? Was that a bizarre dream I had? It's beautiful costuming, but not beautiful costuming. Great acting. Nary a plot point in sight. Nary one, except the sister's hair is down and she wants it up. And that's like the biggest plot point I can remember. I don't um, even remember that. It will. It really made an impression because I thought your hair is so pretty. Leave it down. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once again, Edwina is acting like a baby. She's telling Kate she can't die because it would bum Edwina out, which is a classic Edwina. But then in classic Kate form, she listens to her sister and immediately pops her eyes open. <laughs> of course. Um, Kate then promptly asks about Lord Bridgerton, which is like, chill out. That's your sister's ex-fiance. Just go back into a coma. <laughs> but at this point, I am beginning to understand why no one likes Anthony. Um, because yeah, he's out. the worst. He's being the worst. He's just pouring over papers and crying instead of acting <laughs> on his infatuation. And he's getting very hard to root for in this like, stage of the game, Meg. Yeah. Yes. Again, this is the final episode. This should have happened episode four, maybe five, maybe five. We're 30 minutes into (laughs) tries one more time. She tries one more time. And I pray to every deity. It is the last time to give us Anthony that he loves Kate, but she also brings up the dead dad again and tries to convince Anthony that true love is worth pain. And I honestly was like, lady Bridgerton just listened to Evanescence. Because this song, this is very emo, but punk at the same time. Wake me up inside. Yeah. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Wake me up. That Evanescence lead singer, though, stunning. (laughs) And I stand by that. (laughs) Yeah, that's the look we all wanted. Now there's a girl who can sing Taylor Swift. Now there's a poet. Am I right? Oh, no. Because I'm joking about Evanescence. She is pretty, but... We'll leave that there. So Edwina's stomping. Oh no, this is Eloise. Eloise, this is, I need you to understand my least favorite line that's ever been written in the world. So Eloise stomps into the modiste and tells the modiste, I'm not here for dresses. I'm here to give you a dressing down. Someone wrote that line. Yeah, it was rough. 30 other people read that line. An actress acted that line and they kept it in. Yeah, it was really um, not a great week for humanity. And this really just like took me to a whole other level of despair that this is was part of the script. It's times like this that I get very depressed that like I don't follow my dreams because I think that person is dumber. That idiot's a bigger idiot than me. And they they're on a they're writing for Bridgerton. Like, what? yeah. And they am I a bigger idiot than them? Probably nepotism that got him the job. 
Yeah, nepotism. You take a page out of nepotism, Benedict. We'll get to you. So Penelope starts gaslighting Eloise and tells her, well, all the servants were talking about how you were slumming it with Theo Sharp. So that's why you need to drop the search for whistle down. And honestly, I like the strong Penelope. And I pray that for season four, it is strong Penelope, but not with insufferable Colin because I'm not into him. Season three, right? Yeah, whatever. It should be season four. I like strong Penelope. Even when she was gaslighting Eloise, I thought, yeah, I like you more. I like you more. Eloise deserves it. Eloise is the worst. Uh, back at our school, Benedict's gearing up for a threesome, but then Rupert cock blocks the whole thing by telling Benedict the only reason he got into art school was because Anthony made a donation. And honestly, this is a thing that Anthony has done that I find the least offensive. In fact, I finally think he's a good brother. I mean, look. That's how our higher education system works. He was just ahead of his time. Yes. You make a large donation. You buy a library. Your kid goes to Harvard. We yeah. all know this. If you're Lori Laughlin, you get her on the rowing team. He was Aunt Becky before Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky ran because Anthony walked, okay? Also mm-hmm. Felicity Hassman. So you know what, Benedict? Who cares? You're good now. Who I would, if my Listen, family could you do guys- anything, I'll take it. This is a lesson I've learned increasingly as I've gotten older. If someone is offering you a favor because of who you know, take it. Don't don't be noble and say like, no, I want to earn this on my own. Guess what? There's no such thing. Nobody does that. Take the favor. And you know what? Who cares? Only you're going to know you were noble. And is it worth it? Not absolutely not. It's absolutely not worth it. You definitely just want to take the job. Go on that blind date. It doesn't matter what it is. Just do it. Nepotism's awesome. I'm into it. I'm here for it and I'm into it. And I would like to put it out there. If there's anything that I could get because of my family, I would love to. I would yeah, love I was going to say I'd be more into nepotism if like I had family with that could get me things from it more than they do now. Yeah. I mean, we got to just hold out hope for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. The reverse nepotism is that a thing for just paying it forward <laughs> that's what this means it means pay it forward ever this is just the in conclusion in conclusion nepotism's fine let's move on in conclusion it's fine benedict don't worry about it it does not say rsvp on the statue of liberty <laughs> um okay so two best friends meet up in a bedroom where one just came out of a coma Kate and Anthony, they're best friends. They don't, there's zero sexual tension with these two and it gets worse every episode. So Kate practically begs Anthony to say anything nice, but all he says is like, I didn't want to have S with you and I didn't want that. So will you marry me? Yeah, it's tough. It's so stupid. At this point, Kate's like, well, rude. So I'm going back to India and who blames her? Because all Anthony ever does is act like a bully to her. He really does. He bullies her. And maybe if he would just tell her one honest emotion, we can move past this stage of relationship. In the book, Anthony moves past this into being vulnerable and I miss it. I miss it. I, I can't believe that Anthony is still acting like this 20 minutes before the end of the season, Meg. I need everybody to know that you're wearing a California Adventure Hotel robe. That's right. And you you told me you bought it. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. But I've been watching you, uh, your arms move in it. And it looks like a very sturdy robe. Is it yeah. sturdy? 
let me tell you about this robe. First of all, it's lined in a very thin, soft terry. So you you pop mm. it on after a shower, but it's not too bulky. It does keep you warm. The other thing is the sleeves are shorter. I'm a very short person. So I can yeah. the sleeves and like, I don't have to roll them up, which is a big deal for me. Yeah. I, I'm really impressed with this rope. What's the exterior? Is it like a... Okay. It's that material that kind of makes that sh- 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 noise. It's yeah. Like, like it's a little shiny. Yeah. It's a little shiny. It's cream. It has an okay. embroidery that says Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa brag. Did you go to the spa there? No, I just stayed there. The spa is very expensive. Yeah. Also, you stayed the- why do go I want to go to a spa in the middle of the day at Disneyland? That's just, I don't know, but some vibes. people love spas. I love a spa. It's just not the vibe for me. I love one spa service. I don't love just like going to the spa. I'm not a relaxer. That's very shocking to hear. Really? No, it's not. (laughs) She's an over, she's an eldest overachiever. She is not here to chill out. She is here to plan. No. No. Okay. Sorry. Speaking of eldest children, get it together, Anthony. Anthony, you dumb dip. Did I tell you that um, the 11 year olds in my neighborhood call people dips? D-I-P-S? Is that a thing now? Do they all have hair that's like really curly in the front and long in the back? No, we're a long hair neighborhood, not a long hair neighborhood. Okay. Long hair. But to hear 11 year olds say, yeah, what a dip. It kills me because it sounds like D-I-C-K every single time. And I have to second guess what they're saying to each other. And they're like, yeah, what a dip. He's being such a dip. And it, it honestly is a riot. And I highly suggest. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I've been calling people dips um, and you'll get it a lot. Anthony, what a dip. Back at the print shop, couple of siblings almost kiss, but then Eloise realizes that she needs to stop trying to find whistle down and start just being a normal girl who likes to do normal things. And Theo Sharp is like, I knew you weren't a socialist. You just got caught up in Coney 2012, but you were never going to be anything different than a lady. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He's, a di- she, he's disappointed. And like, guess what? So are we all, but only that Eloise exists. Not that she just wants to marry in her own class. In fact, I'd say if I was a lady, if my brother was a Viscount, I would be like trying to get at least an Earl. Oh, great. What she, so what's the equivalent? What's Eloise's equivalent? Um, probably like Harry Styles sister. So she's like kind of famous in her own right. Is that what you mean? But she's not like, you know what I mean? Like Harry Styles sisters have a lot of benefit about being Harry Styles sister and people like know her name and are into her, but like, she's not Harry Styles. So the, the, uh, okay. If you're the sister of a Viscount. Is it beneath you to marry like an Earl? Uh, no, that's great. If you're going to marry okay. anyone with a title, you're doing well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but a Viscount is like, you know, it's not an Earl's better than a Viscount, but they have money. So an Earl's better than a Viscount. Yeah. Um, I need to go back and reread Viscount's it all. Bottom, almost bottom. Really? Well, Baron's a bottom. Well, I gotta tell you bottom. My whole perception of this family has changed. Yeah, no, and for the worst, my count is not that big of a deal, not to be a jerk, but it is like the king is at the top, then it's a duke, 
then it's a Marquise, then it's an Earl, then it's a Baron, it's a Viscount, and then it's a Baron. And then under a Baron would be a Knight, like a Sir. Okay. So could she marry a Knight? She could if she wanted, but it would be a little bit of a burn. She wouldn't be a lady. She would just be a missus. Oh, I would never. Woof. Can you imagine? I'd rather die alone. I'd rather marry a print shop slum. Come over here, Theo Sharp. You're better than a knight. You look better with Theo Sharp than Eloise does. You think so? Well, yeah, because you don't look like siblings. Mm, Thank you. Well, yet again, Kate has to do everything and she has to tell Edwina that she just wants to be sister again. And Edwina was like, listen, I'm an idiot, but you need to give me answers. Why don't you tell me you like the Viscount? And Kate's like, first of all, she did try. I remember. But Kate gives a very rational response to her dramatic sister who's like, we don't even know ourselves. And then she's like, hashtag be truthful to yourself, Kate. Do you think that maybe Edwina is like about to start her period? Because that's something I would say right around that time. I think they're trying to make Edwina happen for next season. And I'm already not into it. No, I don't want Edwina in this. I'm over it. I'm good. We can let go. We can put Edwina where the Duke is and just it's it's gone. Yeah, she lives elsewhere. Goodbye. He's in a different country home. So the two most misunderstood Bridgertons meet up on swings to talk about being frauds, but they're going to go to the ball together and like, just take it by storm. They decide. And that's, and that's Eloise and Benedict. Benedict. Okay. 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 Then we get a giant LOL, which is Anthony's just looking at his dad's portrait. (laughs) Like killed me. But then Gregory, who, who cares about Gregory? For, his parents are probably so proud. It's his first speaking part in the whole series. He's got a his real- agents like, yeah, let's make that money. Where's that, that he- cheddar? Get this eight year old a line. You can have all the snacks you want off of this craft service table. <laughs> um, he you like string has- cheese. <laughs> hey kid, you like string cheese? Well, I've got a job for you. Put on these tight britches and go in and pretend to talk to your brother about your dead dad. So it's the last episode. Let's just get to the Frenching. But instead, they're just talking about how much their dad loved pranks. I can't. Pranks. I can't. I feel like we're all getting pranked because at this stage and last season, Daphne was already pregnant. And over here, we can't even get it in. (laughs) Kate just woke up from a call. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Did you need to talk about the pranks again? go on so Kate just woke up from a coma but she's like I gotta get this trunk back and although Mary hasn't been much of a mother to her lately she comes in and like says she forgives Kate the yeah it's tough woman it's okay. tough I do think the stepmom's a good actress and I would have liked to see more Mary and less Edwina because eventually Mary does apologize and finally understands that Kate doesn't feel confident. And Kate also feels like she has to constantly earn being in this family because like her only biological like connection to the world, her dad is dead. So now she's just stuck with a stepmom and a stepsister who like within the first like sign of conflict, the stepsister threw out that they're not real sisters. Like, of course, Kate doesn't feel good or secure about herself. Of course. Right. Yeah. I think going back to India would be a very healthy move for her and pretend it never happened. 
I agree. But instead what Kate does is tell her stepmom she banged the Viscount. And I was like, don't do that, please. Yeah, I don't want to be here for that. I guess it was mature of her, but the gist of it is, is she just is like, Anthony doesn't love me, so I won't wed him. And for some reason, Mary's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so the Featheringtons are having a golden ball, but all of them are not in gold. It really bothered me. Really bothered me. Although I will say, they do they are very dedicated to keeping Penelope in, in yellow, which is very true to the books. And the books, Penelope is always in the worst colors for herself. And Lady Whistledown is constantly burning her for looking like a flower. So it mm. was fun to see that like happen here. I will give her that. I'll give Shonda that, but nothing else. Well, I'm sure Shonda, who is absolutely listening, appreciates that. Yeah, you're right. Um, so the majesty shows up for reasons only cocaine knows no reason that she should be here and then the Did they have cocaine in regency england yes that's what she's constantly snorting dog well i thought that like opium was the thing don't you see how many jokes i'm making about cocaine yeah i appreciate them i just don't know how realistic they are um yeah no it's they're real that's what they were doing it's a powder drug I mean, I guess I assumed it was cocaine, but I don't know a lot about drugs. So yeah, no, it appears to be cocaine is what people are talking about. I don't know. must be nice to be rich. Just do drugs all day. Does sound great. Wear wigs and do drugs. Um, So then the Bridgerton shows up and Eloise is like, I got to go. But then the mom's like, you've never cared what people thought before. Why start now? And I don't know why, but it feels like a bird. It does. (laughs) I respect it. Yeah, I like one time my dad tried to tell me in like a nice thing that he thought it was cool that I didn't wear a lot of makeup because then I was <laughs> trying to trick men into thinking I was more attractive than I was. And at that point, I was like, that sort of feels like a burn. Ouch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That yeah, kind of yeah, it's not like, great. It's not great. It doesn't feel it's not great. great. No. Um, so then Eloise is like, Penelope, you're my truest friend. And it's too bad their friendship is built on a house of lies because then Penelope is like, oh, I just heard Penelope turns true to life whistle down and spread some gossip. And at this point, Eloise's face is like, oh, what is she whistle down? Her observations are pretty spot on. It's like Penelope has all but straight up told you she is whistle down. Yeah, Eloise, like, get it together. And like, I don't like Eloise. I don't think she's a nice friend. And we'll get to that in a minute. What we need to talk about now is whoever put Kate in an orange dress, mostly hair up. Man, you know what? Forget you. It was a, It's a damn shame to see her in her last ball looking like this. Yeah, go to hell. One single curl. Her hair is up. Except the rat tail. Fat, one fat rat tail. That bounces a lot. Yeah, I was not into it. Not into it. And that orange. Okay, this actress can wear any color. She's stunning. But that orange makes her look like Sherbert. It, it was very much like, I'll have a scoop of that ice cream. Yeah. And I just wanted her to serve revenge sex look, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Sharmas decide, like, forget you, society will jig together and we don't care what anyone says. So that's fun. <laughs> I love that. Uh, love that. Also on the dance floor, Colin's dancing with Penelope's biggest enemy. But guess what, Meg? He's not even enjoying the dance. He's just trying to steal the necklace of the mines. And then his most romantic gesture yet, he decides to tell Penelope her cousin's a fraud. And he's like, I know that cousin Jack is taking advantage of you menless women. 
which is like, ooh, burn, like slap in the face. Women can take care of themselves. In fact, Lady F did take care of herself. She got hers. But then Cousin Jack's like, okay, we got to go to America right now. It's the only thing that makes sense except us French kissing. And they finally do. I loved it. Loved it. But Lady F is way too cunning for his kisses. And you can tell she's got a plot brewing in that beautiful head of hers. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed because honestly, like I said, I want her to go to America and be the queen. Just go with imagine, him. Imagine the sort of power her rack would. It's it's a it's a beautiful, oh, beautiful. We would welcome her here on our blessed land. She would have been the original Anna Nicole Smith. What a missed opportunity. And swing and a miss, Lady F. Um, so then it's England's first aristocracy PI, Colin, Colin on the case. He dances with Penelope. He says she's special, but how? How is she special? Is we'll that are you that. asking me? No, I'm just saying there's no follow-up from Colin. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like a lot of things are special. Doesn't mean you like actually care about them. Wrong? Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely correct. I don't know if these questions are rhetorical or at me. So I'm sorry for the awkward silence. <laughs> Everybody feel free to shout your answer. DM Meg your answer. It's um, like when my, my kid watches a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and he yells the answers to the questions Mickey Mouse is asking him. I can't stop myself from doing that either. I just love the validation. Yeah, me too. Oh, toodles. Um, so it's the ball's basically over and the Viscount still has not kissed Kate. I can't. I can't. It's so can't. stupid. It's stupid. Then Edwina's like, be the sister I know you are, Kate, which is hilarious because for the past three episodes, she's just been telling Kate she's a liar and she doesn't know who she is. So yeah, I'm she's just like, like, who are we? I don't know who we are and I don't like us. And then she's like, go be bold, be the sister I know you to be, Kate. And I was like, you literally have called Kate a liar four out of the last five conversations and that the fifth one was being like let's jig together like a couple lesbian sisters we don't care those are your last <laughs> conversations so anthony <laughs> up and asked charm the elder to keep her distance like oh wow <laughs> what a <laughs> what a sex plot but then kate's like look i almost died and i'm sure everyone's just gonna think i need a steady arm and then meg they danced to wrecking ball in style of the big Bridgertons. sorry i loved it I love that song, but I was concerned because that's a pretty big heartbreak song, IMO, and mm, I have hope yeah. for them. Do you think it isn't? I know you're right, it is, but I do love the melody. Ugh, that's Miley Cyrus can sing. Have you heard her do Like a Prayer? Oh, yeah. No, Miley Cyrus can belt it. I just listened to Malibu again. It's a song I go to often, and it, it yeah. makes me feel stuff. Oh yeah, she's great. I love when she sings with Dolly Parton too. Remember how rude we all were to her? Yeah, I was rude to her. But Tough. in my defense, she was off the rails. Yeah. She was doing way too much tongue in between fingers. That's true. I That's true. I don't love for her or me. To no, me. no. But yeah. I was thinking today, like how bonkers that she was like married to that Hemsworth. <laughs> were they married or were they yes. engaged? No, they were they married. married. Liam. Liam, right? Liam. Yeah. The younger. Yeah. What are you drinking? It looks good. Just water. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. Can Please I go on. Water? I what thought it was I like pink. I get an old water bottle from the airport 
And then I keep it filled up in the fridge. And then without fail, every time my husband tells me I'm going to get cancer from it, but I just keep doing it because it's light and it's easy to drink out of. Don't you think most things are giving us cancer? I just assume so. And you know what? I'm not going to change any of my behavior because that's too hard. And I don't have the energy. Same. So everyone leaves the dance floor while the Viscount and Kate are dancing. Like these two are spreading monkeypox. They cannot clear the floor fast enough. And it's a very, it's a scandalo. It is a very scandalous sight. But then the queen decides like, hey, I like these two. So then she starts telling everyone she, the reason Edwina and the Viscount get, didn't get married because she just like changed her mind. And then the queen immediately turns to Edwina and was like, have I told you about my nephew? He's a prince. And I guess the queen is Shonda Rhimes time travel solution because she's just solving every possible problem. There is, is. Did you ever see um, um, Electric Bugaloo? What's the dance movie? Uh, one of those, you know, like um, where a community, they need to come together and they need to win a dance competition to save an old person or something. And then there's like this big, like, how are we going to pay the entrance fee? We don't have the money. And then at the very end, some guy's like, oh, don't worry. I covered it for you. And like the whole plot has resolved. That's how I felt when the queen was like, everybody be nice to them. Uh, like, hey, first of all, I have never seen that show that you described. But what I'm dying amazing. to know is, was someone going to kill the old person? Like it's like an old person's community center or something. And it was going to get shut down. Yeah, if the kids didn't win the dance competition. Oh no, where are those old people go? They're just gonna push them out the door. And now none of these old people had any money. No, Emily, pay attention. So they had to, the kids had to win the dance competition okay. because the winnings would cover the costs needed to maybe repair the retirement home. Oh, okay. So there was a water leak. Yeah. <laughs> And welcome to America where we don't respect our elders. Welcome. I hope you're happy. Or anybody. We don't respect anybody. Or anything, to be quite honest with you. Anyway, yeah, it's lazy. And Shonda Rhimes is using the queen as her time travel solution. It's lazy writing. And it bums me out because the queen, as I've been stating for eight entire episodes, should not, should, imagine I'm clapping, should not be this involved. She shouldn't be. She shouldn't be. She's got bigger fish to fry dog. Yeah. All right, well, Penelope's riding a high from a dance with Colin, and then she opens the door and finds what? Eloise tearing apart her room, and she somehow, Eloise has somehow found the money that Penelope hid under her board that no one else has ever found. But uh, Eloise has immediately found it, and then Eloise admits to Penelope, like, as soon as you made that observation, I knew you were whistled down, but you've been gossipy before, and I'm sure you heard these same things before, but this is the first time I actually heard you. And I was like, what kind of friend are you, Eloise? You just admitted to list, to hearing your friend talk, but never listening. Like you're a bad friend. Eloise yeah. is the villain. She's the villain. I'm, and I hate Eloise and I will forever. And I, I hope we never get to her season. And, and it bums me out to say that because I actually do really like Eloise's book, but the botanist hands are simply not big enough for me to get excited about that book. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Emily is not excited enough about the bot in his hands put up with Eloise for eight episodes. 
he's supposed to be a brute of a man he's supposed to be like oh this guy handles delicate things how could he his hands are so big that's that's what's supposed to be happening (laughs) but we all saw sir crane and he was normal would you like to hear more about electric bugaloo because i will tell you if you'd like i mean does anyone have giant hands handling small delicate things Eloise is also like, hey, I ended things with Theo, a relationship that never would have worked for you. And then Eloise is like, by the way, I feel pity for you. And at this point, I'm like, you should feel pity for Penelope. Her life seriously sucks. Her mom is mean. Also, who her mom is almost banging her cousin. Her she has <laughs> no she has no dad. She has no money. She has nobody who understands her. You should you got feel no bad for job. Penelope. You got like, no huh. Two kids in a small car. No. Does anyone know what Maggie's singing right now? It is she got no heart. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It, I'm I'm confusing it with. She got her own house. She got her own car. She got I N D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that means? No. What did you spell out? Independent. independent. She's independent. She makes her own money. Yeah, well, she has to because she doesn't have a safety net like you, Eloise. Eloise, you have money. You have a family that loves you, that supports you, even though you freaking shamed them all. Penelope has literally nothing. You should feel bad for her and you should want to be a better friend to her, you dirty dog. Agreed. And all caps, I hate Eloise. Yeah, she's being a real jerk here. And speaking of bad moms, Lady F is downstairs and she's got a plan already. She's sending cousin Jack to America with some money, but then she's keeping the rest of it because she loves her daughters. And by the way, feminism, feminism strikes again because cousin Jack's like, you were in on this too. I'll tell everyone. And then Lady F is like, oh, because you need a woman to help you. No one will believe that. I mean, I'm sorry, but Lady F is at fault here and probably should go to jail. Yeah, but if you can't beat them, join them. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, by the way, Varley, who by is her housekeeper, wrote a paper that says, which one of other my daughters has a son first gets the title. And that's not how aristocracy works. It doesn't work like that. You can't just sign a paper deciding who gets it. It's from the king and queen. They decide who gets it, Meg. Why do you think cousin Jack got it in the first place? Because your dumb husband died and it went to the next male relative. That's how the system works. You can't just change it, Shonda Rhimes. So lazy. How many- I agree. How many- shows with Shonda Rhimes working at this time. If it's less than 20, I'm going to be PO'd because she really gave it minimum effort. How many shows has she worked on? Is that what you said? At this point, when this was being filmed or written, how many other shows was she also producing? Because it had to have been at least 20 because she's barely trying. Grey's Anatomy. Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. Is How to Get Away with Murder still on? It can't be, right? What are her other shows? Scandal. Scandal. Scandal's not still on. Oh, Scandal was so stupid. So stupid. Do you like Carrie Washington though? Um, in other, my life is terrible. My name's Penelope News. She overheard Colin chatting it up with some bros being like, I would never court Penelope, not in your wildest fantasies. So the yeah, what was the deal with that? 
they're setting it up for the next book that does happen. She overhears him being like, oh yeah, right. I would court Penelope. So they have to overcome this thing of him, A, falling in love with Penelope and then admitting it to himself that he could actually like love a chubby girl. Ew. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about this storyline because I think Penelope deserves better than Colin. She and does. I hope that's the twist. Anyway, Benedict's been the only cool sibling this entire season, but he decides like, yeah, I'm going to quit art school. And Anthony's actually being really nice to him and was like, who care how you got in it? You're great. And then Benedict's like, okay, bye. And at this point, Meg, there's 11 minutes left. So I guess Kate and Anthony decide, hey, let's give everyone some resolution. Anthony- you think? Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but no, do you think like not. the chemistry is not working between these two? Let's just throw in 10,000 other plot lines to distract people from these two not having chemistry. Is that what they decided to do? No, because I think they filmed it before they realized there's no chemistry here is my. Well, then why do this? I don't know, because like to keep us on the edge of our seats, even though spoiler alert, they always end up together. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of these books, this is why I read them for the soothingness of it. And all of these books, they always end up and it's always okay. So it's dumb to me that we are doing this. Anthony decides to be honest with Kate for one minute. And he's like, oh, hey, I didn't visit you because I love you. And I couldn't visit you because I love you. And this speech is giving very big 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 love actually vibes even down to the music it's very um that guy from the walking dead talking to Kira Knightley like very much those vibes yeah 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 and then Kate's like well there won't be a day you do not vex me but yeah let's get married and sleep in the same bed and just quietly resent each other because you guys they are not a match remember in legacy when she's like will you will you make me laugh every day and then he she says, has to, he, he, she has to choose between like the stable guy with lots of money and the guy who's like a joker. And she goes with the joker guy. And then he's that like, choice, legacy lady. Yeah. what's that movie where they said, does he make you laugh? And then she yells back. He doesn't make me cry. What, what movie is that? that? I'm going to Google while we chat about this because Meg, at this point, they finally French kiss. And I've never been so excited for French, French kiss. Sorry, one second. I feel like He Doesn't Make Me Cry is from a Julia Roberts movie. And I need to figure out which one it is. Everyone's probably yelling it. Does he make you laugh? He doesn't make me cry. So yeah, someone's asking her that and she's responding. I don't remember. Yeah, and then she says, he doesn't make me cry. And I always thought that was very cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's watching right. out for your emotional well-being. What movie is that from? I'm googling it while we're talking, and nothing's okay. coming up. Well, oh, guess Ocean's what? Eleven. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It was Julia Roberts. You were so correct. I knew it was Julia Roberts, but I never would have guessed Ocean's Eleven because it's not a rom-com. No, it is not. It is. Oh, it's a good movie. It's the buddy comedy of our lifetime. I believe. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I watched all of them like a year ago and I loved every second. They're not right. No, 11's good. No, no. 11's incredible. 12 and 13 are not good. 13's not good. 12 is fun. They're enjoyable. Yeah. Brad Pitt has so much charisma. That's a movie star, man. (sighs) The way he eats. And I hate people eating. I hate the noise of it. I don't mind the visual. 
Um, I hate hand tattoos like that usually, but he does it for it's me. Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. What can you do? He's going to be in a new movie soon. And I'm very excited. He has long hair and I'm here for it. Brad Pitt could walk, walk around with poop on his head. And I'd be like, I guess I'm into poop on heads now. That's a step too far, but I think. No, it's not, Emily. You say that, but if you saw it, you'd be like, yeah, now nah, it's working if, for him. If it was poop on his head and he was mouthing a donut, probably, yeah. <laughs> mouthing a donut. <laughs> you know, just like, mm, with a donut. I would probably be like, yeah, I'm here for it. I mean, I don't want to be, but I am. Um, so so they up, end up together. They French each other. Penelope starts closing out the season. I already missed Julie Andrews is what I'm thinking at this point. Oh, but wait, Meg, we're not done yet. Because in huge news where the stakes are so high, Colin brings a bunch of bros back to Will Mondrich's place. Oh, that's Who fantastic news. Cares. I really hope that's in season three. Wow, wow, wow. That guy's agent worked hard. Devil works hard. That guy's agent works harder. Benedict closes up his paint. So I guess that dream is done, but he'll <laughs> always have his nudes. Penelope goes back to being whistled down because she's brave. And then at this point, there's six minutes left. So I think what we'll do now is just show this actress Kate's bare breast and not give much other resolution. For me, what did the wedding look like? How did everybody take the news? Then they just like find out they've been gone for six months. The things they jam in the last 120 seconds. It was like a blooper reel of resolution. It's like, oh, we're back in time for Paul Mall. There's a small joke about Newton, which was a complete waste of casting because that dog was perfect. And then it's like these two just start basically like dry aging in front of his entire family. And I find it very inappropriate for not only Regency England, but 2022. If my brother and sister-in-law started mouthing each other like that while I'm trying to pro- play croquet, I would not hang out with them anymore. It's too Same. much mouthing. I would not hang out with your sister-in-law and brother anymore either. Also, like, is six months still newlyweds? No, get out of here. No. Six months is when you're like, um, oh, I know I didn't make a huge mistake, but I do have some regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Six months is when you were like, yeah, that's, that's (laughs) when you start to, uh, uh, reap what you sowed for better or worse. Yeah. Six months is when I was like, <laughs> I'm still happy with my decision, but I wish I would have worked at Disneyland <laughs> at least once. <laughs> like that's what was happening for should me. should have gone time. to Europe one more time. <laughs> yeah. That's what six months is like. Meg's hair is just starting to grow out at six months. She hated uh, it. I'm sure of it. <laughs> so I don't know. I was definitely not open mouth tonguing my husband at six months. Like No, that. no. And oh, that's man. when Shonda Rhimes took things too far man <laughs> anyway two. What's my what do you give it three what do i get it so, c plus c okay for the i thought opp- season one was way more fun for the missed opportunities season one way more fun pacing way better because they stuck to the storyline better listen it's a good book there's a reason you wanted to adapt that book because the story was good so why change it fundamentally i do not understand we don't want sister fights we want beautiful dresses we want fun sex scenes and we want banter with the bridgertons that doesn't bum us out that's what we want and i hope shonda rhimes is listening because she got a tall heavy lift if she's going to make season three between colin and Penelope any good because it is not looking positive right now from my perspective. Agreed. Also at the end of her book, that's Eloise has ran away at the end of book four. 
there's like, because you know, before you read book four, you did not know who Whistledown was. And it was very fun. And then halfway through book four, they tell you it's Penelope. And it really was like, okay, I see it, but I'm also surprised. So that element's gone. And also at the end of book four, Penelope has run off to her next future, does not tell her family. She ran away and got married to that huge hand botanist. So I just don't, I feel like we're going to have to spend too much time in this next season making them friends again. And frankly, I hope they do not become friends again. And I hope we don't get that to a later season. Okay. That's what I agreed. And I also hope that corsets come back into fashion because I just know I'd like dynamite in one. So uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. But beauty's pain, Meg. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Um, do you want to do the book? Yeah, I think we should do the book. Uh, you tell us, world. You tell us. Do you want us to hear us talk about the book? Uh, I think we'll be back next week with a pop culture pop-in at the very least. At the very least. Next week's the end of the Johnny Dad Amber Heard trial. We oh, don't boy. care, but I am interested in this Kate Moss testifying. Mm, yeah. All and right. We'll I, talk about it. That's what I want to talk about. We'll see you then. Bye.